Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast, where we discuss family time, family worship, and many other topics related to home discipleship. We hope to encourage and equip you in your parenting journey. Here are your hosts, Frank Trimble, Jenna Halleck, and Stacy Ludwig. I want to speak just for our last few minutes, Rob, uh, just about this idea, this um, this idea of education for our kids. Uh, like I grew up in Christian school, and my wife and I have felt called uh, to Christian education for our kids. We were both raised in it, and in this conversation about jurisdictions, in this conversation about um, who is supposed to do what, I know this is this could be a whole another five episodes, but just just for the sake of brevity. Um, let's let's say a family like mine, a family like mine that's got their kids in a in a Christian school. Here's what I've noticed: is most Christian schools really want to put their best foot forward with the idea of a discipleship program, and they really want to have. And I understand because we want to do everything with excellence. Uh, we, we want to have a dynamic discipleship program. Uh, can you give some categories, I guess, with jurisdictions or along these lines to help Christian families between the church, the home? and the child's education, how to properly balance that, and if we have any uh, Christian school leaders, uh, Bible teachers, because undoubtedly we will, that are listening to this on their end of how they can balance that as they acknowledge the biblical institutions. Yeah, well, like you said, gigantic conversation. Um, I'll give you a couple of foundation points. One, we want to back up and just kind of talk about what is the nature of education, And I want to suggest that education cannot be separated from discipleship. You can't train a child's heart over here at church and train their mind over here at school and think that you're somehow developing them on two different tracks, that education and faith training go together, which is why I'm convicted that Christian parents should pursue Christian education. That's the way we say it. Christian parents should pursue Christian education. Right. It's going to look Um, different in different situations, but at its very base, we should pursue it. Yep. And and now let's say we have a parent who says, I feel really called to have my child be a missionary in the public schools. All right. And now let's talk elementary school. Let's not maybe so much talk talk high school during launch time. Um, I have I've it's been a rare parent that takes the missionary philosophy, which I respect and appreciate, and applies it. What I mean by that is this. All right, you want your fourth grader to be a missionary in the public school. Have, let's treat them like a missionary. Have they been called to this, like a special calling? That's what missionaries are. They get a special calling. Mm -hmm. Have they been examined and evaluated to see if they're fit for the mission field? Mm -hmm. Have they been specifically trained and equipped for this particular mission field? Do they have a prayer team that is surrounding them who's getting regular prayer updates? Like any missionary would. Like any missionary. Do they have home assignment where they come home for rest and recuperation and connection with the family? See what I mean? Like, all right, if we're going to do the missionary model of public school, then let's really do it. Okay, conversation for another day. Sure. Now, when it comes to Christian education, uh, Christian school, all right, and I have my kids in Christian school and homeschool and hybridy and all that as well as Christian education in the church, we just need to get our theology and lip service matched up with our practice. So at the Christian school, they will say at the parent meeting that you as parents are primarily responsible for your child's education. 
they believe that. They believe that parents ought to be in the driver's seat. They're very thankful that the parents plunking down five, 10, 15, 20 grand to send them to this particular Christian school. And they say, we here at First Baptist School, you know, in sure. Smithville, we want to partner with you. Yeah. Every Christian school says that, right? Yeah. Now, the question is, what does that look like in practice? Because in most Christian schools and most Sunday schools and most youth groups, that's as far as we get. Right, just the statement. It's just the statement. Rather than what is the robust plan to partner with and equip parents to be the primary spiritual trainer? So for instance, let's say your Christian school has chapel services uh, Tuesday, Thursday, okay? Well, the week before, an email could go home to all the parents with next week in chapel, here's going to be our two messages. We would love for you to take this weekend, talk about scripture A and scripture B, ask these questions with your student so that they hear this conversation first from you at home. And then when they come to chapel next week, we're going to reinforce that message they've heard from you. Right. Now, is every parent going to do that? I don't know. But at least I've got a Christian school that understands that the parent's the primary trainer. They're trying to equip the parent for the primary training. And the school has an action plan to reinforce the home. So um, the practical application could look all sorts of different ways. But again, my challenge as I work and consult with Christian schools is, are you taking what you are saying and really delivering on it? Right. Are we actually partnering with the home? Supporting? And I think that comes up. There's, I feel like there's a good conversation there for Christian leaders and Christian educators uh, to recognize that though Christian schools are very, uh, can be very awesome, they're not the church and they're not the home. And so I think that that idea of jurisdictions even there, again, might be a whole nother conversation that we'd welcome at another time, but just this idea of even though we want to have a huge uh, discipleship program within the school and make it state of the art, make it as good as we possibly can to go, let's not overstep uh, the jurisdictions that God has given uh, to the church and the home at least. So I even view it as a partnership with families and as a partnership with the with the local churches and to make sure that we're actually supporting them. But then since most of our listeners are parents and they've got their kids in all different kinds of schooling, to go, hey, let's focus on knowing our kids, paying attention to what they're learning, interacting with what they're learning, and, and helping them process that information at the dinner table or at the breakfast table or in the minivan. Yeah. And let uh, me give you one other, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you. I know our time is short. Let me give you yeah. one other example here. You got a Christian school. They want to raise passionate followers of Jesus who make a difference in the world, right? That's right. what their mission statement is. That's what they're doing. Well, if you survey all the adults in the school and you ask the adults in the school, what is your most important calling from God? What is your most important ministry? Is it your family relationships as an adult? Is it your family relationships? Is it your teaching? Is it your volunteering in the community? Or is it your hobbies? Or whatever. Pick your different spheres of your life. Right. Every Christian adult, when, when pressed with the question, would say, well, I guess my family is my most important responsibility from God, right? If I'm married, my, my spouse, um, taking care of my aging parents, uh, raising my kids, like my family is my most important sphere. I say, okay, then. What are you doing in your Christian school to equip every student in that school for success in their future family? How are you training them for future marriage? How are you training them for future parenting? Well, gosh, we don't do a whole lot of that. Okay, but you all just told me that your most important ministry was your family as a Christian right. adult. 
-hmm. So this is why, as we're working in a Christian school context, we are constantly pressing students back into their family relationships. How is your relationship with your mom? How's your relationship with your dad? Are you loving your siblings? Are you growing with faith at home? Because how you live for Christ in your home right now as a 15-year-old is preparing you for your most important mission for God when you're a 25 or 35-year-old with your future family. So that's another big missing ingredient, I think, in Christian education right now, that we're not doing a lot of family equipping and partnering with the family. Right. That's huge. And and just like you said, for the sake of time, uh, we're just going to have to have you back on at some point. And I know our listeners would be so blessed by that. Rob, I'm so thankful for the time that you've taken out today. Uh, it's been very instructive for me. Uh, it's been very inspirational for me. And I know it's been that way for our listeners as well. And and just remind us one more time of where people can find you. Um, I know that you have your own podcast and your ministry does rather. So just tell us where they can where we can find you and, and follow along with your ministry and all that God's doing there. Sure. Well, the best way to stay in touch with us is through our weekly podcast called Family Vision, Family Vision, and you can find that on any podcast service, um, as well as uh, any social media channel that you might use. Just search Visionary Family Ministries and you'll find us, our website, visionaryfam.com. Uh, if you go to Amazon uh, and you're, maybe you buy your books there, just type in our last name, Reno, R-I-E-N-O-W, and, and they'll all they'll all come up. But Frank, thanks for your ministry, your commitment to families, uh, all the ways that God's using you and the whole team at Family Time. Uh, you guys are having such an impact. You're having an impact in my life, and I just appreciate our friendship. Absolutely, brother. Well, listeners, thank you so much for being with us in this time with, with Rob, and uh, we drop a new episode every second and fourth. Uh, Wednesday of the month. And so we're excited to have you subscribe, uh, share it with your friends, just get the word out so we can equip more families. We look forward to being with you again on our next FamTime podcast episode. You've been listening to the FamTime podcast. We hope you subscribe, leave us a review, and share the show with your friends. For more information about family time training, visit us online at famtime.com.